Goodbyes and Butterflies, the 1971 album by the Five Man Electrical Band. Uh, in this episode, we'll be talking a little bit about the song Signs. We've got a great guest lined up, uh, Carrie Fink uh, from TYG Media. Buckle up, we're going to have some fun. It's time to rock. Welcome to the Song and Verse Podcast, a discovery of God's Word, one song and a few verses at a time. Here's your host, Rockin' Odd Todd. Hello and welcome to the Song and Verse Podcast, a discovery of God's Word through song and verse. I am your host, Rockin' Odd Todd. On this episode of the Song and Verse podcast, we will be talking about the song Signs from the 1971 Goodbyes and Butterflies album from the Five Man Electrical Band. And with that, we welcome our guest for today, uh, Dr. Carrie Fink from TYG Media, uh, also known as Stan the Man Mason back in the day in his Atlanta, Georgia DJ uh, experiences. And also, Music of Your Life CEO. Um, and so, welcome, Carrie. How are things going? Good, good. Thank you for having me. It was funny. We were talking before you were rolling uh, for the show that uh, we, were, we were talking about the idea of a disc jockey. And I don't even know if people in, in our generations today know that DJ came from disc jockey. And we were talking about spinning 45 records. And that's what Stan the Man was doing all those years ago. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, uh, a few eight tracks and everything else, too, or just 45s? Now, we used a thing called carts, cartridges they were. And they looked a lot like eight tracks, but they were special uh, kind of loop tapes. If you remember, an eight track was a loop tape. And that's how we played commercials and different announcements on the station is they would uh, start and then they would loop back to the beginning and they knew how to shut off. So the next time you triggered them, they were ready to play that commercial again. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so you and I go back, you know, a, a few years now and, yeah. you know, we've done a lot of projects with Chesapeake Bible college, transforming your city. Um, you know, a, a lot of odds and ends for the Lord kind of thing is the way I look at it. You know, some of them are small, some of them are large, some of them are, are going to be you know, tremendously huge. Yes. And, um, so, but you, as you know, this song and verse ministries sort of stems from, from that, the blog that, that, you know, I began with, with Fridays with Alice. Yes. And it's really, really branching out into all music, all genres, all generations, you know, and, and I know that you've got a lot of history with music, you know, and, and radio. And so we really want I really want to tap into some of that because, you know, sometimes as Christians, we, we forget so much about the experiences that we've had in our past that led up to who we are now. And when we look back, we see, we see these little elements that we had, we didn't think had much effect on us at all, but had a huge effect, you know? And so I'd like to hear some of that. And, and one of the songs that you and I had already talked about was signs from the 1971 album. What is it? Goodbyes and butterflies by the, the five man electrical band. Um, and so just, just give me a little insight as to what you were thinking back in those days, you know, in Atlanta, Georgia, and hearing some of these songs with, with uh, a message, so to speak. I'd like to hear more about that. You know, it's funny because we have talked about that a lot. We do a lot of work with Narda Michael Walden on a project called Narda's Great Gospel Show, and he's paying homage to some of these great songs uh, that came out of, I guess I would call it the classic days of the 60s and 70s. And there was a time 
uh, you know, some people call it, oh, it was the hippie generation. It was peace, love, and flowers and all that. But there really was a thing that was happening on Top 40 Radio. And I want you to think about uh, some of the song titles we had back then. Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum is a, is a good... Uh, is a good uh, great tune. Great a tune. A great thing to think about. There was a lot of songs that came up out of that era that were really, really on... I'm talking about played on pop radio. Yeah. I mean, there, there were songs like Ocean, Put Your Hand in the Hand of the man who stilled the water. Think about that. That was a pop top 40 song. There were songs like uh, songs like Get Together by the Youngbloods. Um, even, even a song that Narda Michael Walden has done an amazing job with uh, called Oh Happy Day was a pop top 40 hit from a gospel group called the Edwin Hawkins Singers. Well, I mean, and, and, and those, those, songs, those songs have been featured in movies. You know, Remember the Titans, Secretariat. Absolutely. I mean, you know. Absolutely. These are serious songs. And so one of the songs that was out of that era that, I, that always had a big impact for me was that song Signs, Five Man Electrical Band. I, was, I always have been kind of a rocker anyway. So, so I loved it musically. And I just I really liked the message in the song because mm -hmm. when he gets down to that part, and I think you talked about it before, when he gets down to that verse where he's talking about attending church and maybe you set it up and we talk a little bit about it. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, so, uh, and the sign said, everybody welcome, come in, kneel down and pray. But when they passed around the plate at the end of it all, I didn't have a penny to pay. So I got me a pen and a paper and I made up my own little sign. I uh, said, thank you, Lord, for thinking about me. I'm alive and doing fine. And, you know, the, the one thing it kind of goes back down into after that is, is the chorus, you know, sign, sign, everywhere a sign, blocking out the scenery, breaking my mind. Do this, don't do that. Can't you read the sign? And well, so I'll let and, you kind of pick up back from there. Well, see, what I really liked about the uh, what I liked about that line about being in church was just there were several things. And as a kid, you know, you do you do this on one level, and then as you keep going and growing, and hopefully we're learning more day by day. We never get it perfect, but as we keep working on it, keep learning. You know, we were talking about this before that you and I uh, do a lot of work together with a uh, forty, almost a forty-five year old now. Uh, Bible College on the Eastern Shore of Maryland called Chesapeake Bible College and Seminary. And so there's a lot of biblical studies in there. And, and I think it's fun to take something like that little passage out of that song and think about it in terms of a sermon. Now, wh why would I say that? Well, because what, what does the Lord value most of all? It's about relationship, right? It's, it, it's he's, he, we are always on his mind. The question is, is he always on our mind? And, and in fact, if you think if you think about what Jesus taught us when he was teaching the disciples and, and, he, and they were, everybody was uh, testing him and say, well, what's the greatest commandment, you know? And he said, the greatest commandment is love the Lord with all your heart and, and uh, above all else. And so what is, what is our friend in the five man electrical band saying? He said, Lord, this is all about you. That's how he starts his prayer. And then he goes on and it's interesting because then he starts, not only is he thanking the Lord and appreciating the relationship he has with the Lord, but he's also uh, busting down what I think is a lot of religious walls. You know, sometimes we think uh, it, is, it is our works that get us to heaven. Well, I'm a good person. I did this. I gave alms to the poor. I tithed exactly according to, uh, exactly according to formula. I did everything I, I did not. I fast and I tie as as a, as a as a Pharisee 
uh, would like to say. But in the reality, uh, you also heard Jesus in the Bible say, get thee away, because I didn't know you, because I couldn't tell who you really were. And and when, when you God sees our heart, and what I think he uh, would appreciate from our friend in the five-man electrical band singing that song in church is, he's, he's got it down. It's not, you know, I, I think his heart is, I would give you it if I had it to give, so I'm giving you what I can have, what I can give. And even we all know the story of the uh, the widow with the two mites, and Jesus stopped the service to say, hey, listen, this lady gave more than any of you guys writing the big fat checks, because she gave everything that she had into this thing. And yep. so, again, that song has always stuck with me because it's a microcosm of, of, of what Jesus of what Jesus tells us is number one, love the Lord with all your heart. And number two, uh, love your neighbor as yourself. And that was a real th- solid message that seemed to permeate a lot of the top 40 tunes back in those days. Well, and, and I think another direction you can take it is, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but I hear so many people always say, if I could just see a miracle or if I could just be given a sign, then I could believe. And, you know, Jesus addressed this in Matthew 12, 38 through 41, right off the bat. I mean, you know, scribes and Pharisees were coming to him and saying, teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. And he, he said, basically, look, don't worry about signs and wonders. I'm here right now. I'm doing these things. You're living it, you know, and it's the same way with us, you know, from generation to generation, God's miracles and God's works are laying, are being, you know, carried out right before our eyes. It's just a matter of whether we want to see them or, or, or look for them, so to speak. So I, I think it's really remarkable because the legacy of Christ has been left for all of us. It's right there. It's really quite remarkable. I mean, through his, through his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, his, and his ascension, Basically, his work continues through all of us. You know, the Holy Spirit is alive and well in all of us. We're his hands and his feet. We're the body, you know. Absolutely. And one of the things I wanted to, to jump on when you were talking about uh, signs and wonders, if you want to use the, the, the thought about that, you know, it's funny. Uh, and I, I actually, I take comfort in it because it's, it's easy for us to kind of Monday, Monday morning quarterback and we can look at stories in the Bible and go, well, why, why were they thinking that? But yet it's throughout the Bible. You know, they were always looking for signs because part of the problem is the thing, the things of faith are, are uh, Hebrews 11, 11 tells us the things of faith, everything that we see was made out of something unseen. And you have to start with that because that was part of the problem that they had throughout the Bible. I want you to think about it. The uh, disciples just saw Jesus feeding all those people with fishes and loaves uh, and came back with more than they started with after he performed the miracle of multiplication in those cases. And yet a couple hours later, they're thinking Jesus is going to let them die out in the middle of the lake because the storm whipped up some big waves. And so uh, we go, we, we try our best. We try to have real strong confidence and faith. And then we hit something that scares us and we got to call out for Jesus. And, you know, it's funny because I think about the same thing happened uh, back in the day of Moses. Uh, they just crossed the Red Sea. Okay, and then all of a sudden they're out in the desert. And now they're sure they're going to die because uh, they can't see another miracle, even though they just witnessed miracles. And so one of the things that you were talking about is that miracles are all around us. Part of part of the question for us is: Are we receptive to seeing what's really what's really going on uh, every day in our lives? The fact that we woke up this morning and we can see things, we can breathe, we can touch things, we can smell. We're uh, in our right mind, that is a miracle when you just stop and think about it itself, you know? No, no, definitely. And, 
And, you know, another way to spin that is when you think about the wretched person that we once were, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and some of us worse than others, whatever, you know, I don't want to get into all that, that nonsense, <laughs> yeah. but it's really a miracle when you think about his love and his transforming spirit and where he's brought all of us, you know, um, one of the things that I've really gotten into with, with the Fridays with Alice stuff is, is some of the, uh, some of the rockers that really did some pretty heinous things on, on stage, not necessarily Alice, um, but uh, Blackie Wall- uh, Lawless from Wasp and, you know, the dude from Corn and all these other guys that, that have really, you know, not led the greatest lives and even in public, you know, people have seen these things, but to, to see them turn their lives around and to witness and to pray and to be a spiritual catalyst and part of, of who their fan base is. It's phenomenal. I mean, those are miracles within themselves and you oh, can't, absolutely. you can't deny those things. And when you, when you think about it though, uh, one of the things I like to say is there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, think about the issues Jesus had back in the day. He was hanging out with the least, with the least probable people. Right. In, the red, the red day, district. Right? <laughs> you know, he, he was really hanging out with the people and the, you know, you could see the religious establishment kind of shaking their heads going like, you know, I don't know what he's doing converting with them. And yet uh, Jesus had it more close to correct than anything else. And, Amen. you know, once again, we go back to that song. We go back to that song signs. And what's the guy really railing against? He's railing against appearances. You know, he, mm-hmm. when he goes in for the job, the guy says, you look like a nice upstanding young man. And of course he is, but he takes off his hat, you know, long hair flows out. Imagine that me working for you. Well, you know, and, 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 and during, co- and during COVID, we've all got that problem going on. <laughs> so. Well, it's all, it's all part of it, but you know, that's the problem is when we look at things on appearance, instead of seeking out the truth of the word of God, which is a whole different, it's a whole different uh, level. And so again, like I said, when you, when you break apart that song signs, just as an example, and, and it's funny, I don't know the history of the song that they set out, we're going to write a gospel song, or we're going to do something that honors the Lord. I don't know what was in their, their thinking when they put that song together. But if you read through it, you think through it, there's a lot of biblical lessons just, just in, in that three minutes or whatever the song runs. So, so let's go in a little bit of a different direction. And let's talk about, uh, you know, music of your life a little bit, because, when I think of signs, I don't think of the same signs you think of. I think of the Tesla version from 1990 when mm-hmm. I was in at, even middle school, high school, that area. And the, the cool thing about it is, you know, we did know at the time that it was a cover and, and they paid homage, you know, to, to the five man uh, electrical band because they, they called their album the five man acoustical jam, which is really kind of right. cool. Um, but you know, all these songs we've talked about transcend time and they transcend generations. And you see covers coming up, um, you know, by bands covering songs from the past. And next thing you know, this generation thinks it's an original song and it's not. So it, you know, it really, really shows you that we are pulled together by music in a, in a common way. And I want to hear some about, you know, what your experiences with song um, music of your life and, and that that area and really, really let us know, you know, what has music meant to you personally, too? Well, let me let me break it down into two things, and I'm going to come at this from sort of a radio, the radio executive side of this. <laughs> um, we did a lot of we did a lot of research, and what we found out was two things: the music that you will consider the music of your life 
is the music that you grew up with as you were graduating high school and if you went to college you're early you know you're basically 17 to 22 for mm -hmm. you that will be always when music was the best and and it's it's funny because i've seen that now uh generation after generation there's just something about music and sort of that uh growing up process and it just it's so important at a certain point uh, in people's lives. So that was the first first thing that we learned in research. But the second thing that we learned in researching songs that, that people want to hear is that we discovered that there's two kinds of music. And, and Tammy and I, we learned this because we did a lot of work over in Holland, working with radio stations uh, as commercial broadcasting was coming up, uh, beginning to come up in both uh, Holland and France and some other countries throughout Europe. And one of the things they had coined a term called evergreen. And I want you to think about this. Every time that you hear a song that you have heard before, it, it kind of mentally dumps into one of two categories. It either is a song that you go, I remember that song. I was driving in my car that summer and I was working at this job and I remember all of that. And, and that was so much fun because that song just brings me right back to that era. Yeah. Those songs are called nostalgia because what they do is they transport you back to a time that you can, it puts you in a time and place. And music is one of those it things. Puts you, it puts you in a mood too, you know, yeah, a mood. It, it, they've done studies with Alzheimer's patients. It's like that, that really connects deep in your brain. But there is another type of song that, that gets categorized a little, di little differently. And that is called an evergreen. And that is a song that when you hear that song, it's really irrelevant to the time era that it, it was established. It becomes a song that just has great meaning for you personally. So wow. when you hear it, it charges you emotionally and, and on all these different levels, but it doesn't actually transport you to a time. Now, that's my point about a song like uh, Signs. Okay, so even though it was done one way uh, by a group called the Five Man Electrical Band in 1971, had a great impact on me. Here it comes some years later in a group called Tesla, redoes it, maybe adds bells and whistles, makes it even better. And now it becomes a song for your generation. And what we used to do with the Music of Your Life radio network, now Music of Your Life was a radio network that we fed a couple hundred radio stations around the United States. We had uh, several million listeners every single week to it on great radio stations, literally coast to coast. And uh, it was hosted by some of uh, Hollywood's great talents. Uh, the music was featured because at that time we were talking to a 50 year old to a 65 year old. So that group had grown up primarily with music of the 60s. So for us, that would mean Frank Sinatra. It would mean Dean Martin. It would mean Nat King Cole. It would mean uh, artists like uh, Tony Bennett. And so that was the core of our playlist. And the thing that we used to talk about was we said the point about some of these songs that these guys do is they become perennial favorites. They don't become nostalgia. For example, anytime you hear the song, we, we made this argument that anytime you would hear the song, New York, New York by Frank Sinatra, it doesn't, nobody says that song is, you know, 65 years old. They go, that song is what New York City is all about. And right. there are so many songs that fit that mold that become evergreen. They get into our, our conscience. So a song that you know, Todd, because we've done a lot of work together with Narda Michael Walden on this one, there was a very popular song in the 60s called Get Together by the Young Youngbloods. Mm -hmm. And it was a song that every time you hear it, 
you don't necessarily pop back to go, well, that was a hippie record. You just go, that's a great message record. And people go, come on, people now, smile on your brother. Everybody get together, love one another. And so the message. And, and boy, boy, does that resonate today. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's so funny because we laughed about this when it was coming up on its 50th anniversary. The world needs that message again, more so than ever, because if you look at politics, if you look at all these different issues, uh, we get we get more frustrated and, and more irritable with the person next to us. And if you think about it, what did Jesus say the two great commandments were? Number one, love God before everything else. And number two, love your neighbors yourself. He didn't say argue with your neighbor. <laughs> no, no, and he said all the, 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 the rest of the law will fall in place if you just follow those two. That's right. That's right. And so, so when we come back to a song like Signs, you know, it, it really speaks to all those things that, that, that we talk about that I, I believe personally that Jesus was trying to show us if we're trying to walk out the way the Lord would have us to go and we're, we're to keep those two things in mind. Uh, number one is he's not impressed with our religiosity. He doesn't want to know how many times uh, that you went to church, although going to church is important, uh, right. especially because it's going to feed you. And there's a lot of reasons, but going to church just for going to church and getting a little gold star on your attendance record is not what this is about. The same thing with like tithing. You, everything, you have, everything you have is because the Lord gave it to you. So right. everything right. rightfully belongs to him. And let's be honest, he's asking you for 10 cents on a dollar. That's a pretty good business deal. Mm -hmm. But but the reality is, even that's not the point. The point is that it is about your relationship with the Lord and, and where your heart is. And that's one of the things that's so tough for people to get about the message of salvation. They go, well, what do I have to do? I'm not good enough. I'm not one of those good church people. I'm not one of the people, you know, I can't even go to church because those people make me uncomfortable. They're always looking down at my down their nose at me because, you know, of my background and the things I went through. And Jesus came to say, look, we all went through things. Like I said, in his day, they were, they were uh, angry with him because he healed the guy on the wrong day of the week, or he hung out with the wrong character person or, or, uh, or, or healed the wrong guy, period, you know, <laughs> amen. And so, so, so Jesus came because it was all about relationship. And I think that's the, that's the message that I really like about the sign song is how it plays that up. And it's not about appearances. It's about where your heart is at. Sure. Sure. So, so, you know, in, in, in wrapping some of this up, you know, you, you and I, like we've mentioned, ha have worked on a lot of projects, but uh, it really, you know, to me, the, the things that stick out the most are, are Chesapeake Bible college and transforming your city, which I think, you know, are, are, are monumental things that, that, any Christ follower could really think about it is learning the word more and then finding out ways to spread it. And, and, you know, we've talked about this before in the fact that I like the term covert Christianity. I like mm -hmm. the fact that, and what that really means to me is um, seen and not heard, so to speak, go out there and walk in Christ's footsteps and, don't don't boast and don't make a big deal about it with your words and everything else. Just love people, which is, you know, really we've talked about a lot. But I think that's what we're transforming your city is really, really all about is tapping into some of those communities and some of those resources that we have available in our communities and just going in there and loving people. And as you love people, they start to question exactly what you're talking about. What's the catch here? What's the catch? And it's like there is no catch. This is what we've been called to do. 
Well, you know, we know we, we as, as Bible believers and people who study the Bible, we can quote all these scriptures about, you know, the, the characteristics of love and love conquers all. And we understand it from a biblical nature, but even the world sort of tries to get close to that because they, they do understand that there is something uh, special about, about love and, and, uh, and in the sacrifice that it actually involves. And I think when you sacrifice that Jesus made for us all, and it really is that simple. You know, Dr. Dave Robinson, the founder of Transforming Your City, he talks about duns. And, and I remember asking him, so what do you mean by duns? He said, well, he said, these are people who are not done with Jesus, but they are done with church. They had a bad experience. They went yeah. to a church. Maybe somebody at the church did something wrong or offended them, or there was some kind of controversy. And he said it kind of burned them on church, but it didn't burn them on Jesus. And so one of the challenges is we, we want to connect with people. And that's why marketplace ministry is so important. As um, Dr. Dave often says, you know, on Sunday, the church is most scattered because each of us who, who are Christ followers, we go to our individual house of worship. Your place uh, does communion a certain way. Our place does it a little bit differently. And the theologians will argue for days about which version of how you take communion is correct or baptism or whatever. And, and so we'll divide on those points. But Monday through Saturday, we all gather together in the marketplace because we're all going out there and we're conducting business or we're involved in government or we're in the education system or some some level that we're interacting with others and it is so true particularly in this day and age when prayer isn't allowed in schools and it's very rarely allowed in public spaces mm -hmm. sometimes you may be the only jesus somebody meets along the way and the question right. is what's your responsibility what kind of assignment are you going to leave for the person that you meet yeah you're on assignment right <laughs> definitely definitely so you know uh the the last point i really want to talk about a little bit is is you know what is TYG Media? Tell us what, you know, what are you guys up to now? What, what, what does, you know, you talk about workplace uh, ministry. Um, what is it that TYG Media does? It stands out a little differently. What, what, what do you, how do you run your business differently? I guess that's a good way to put it. It is a good question. And so, you know, Tammy and I, we were very blessed to have really good success with the uh, music of your life. It took us literally around the world, flying on the Concorde, sailing on the QE2. Yeah, you uh, got we mil millions of fly points, don't you? <laughs> we, were we were doing all kinds of things in the day. The joke for many years was called Delta. They'll know where we are. And <laughs> we, we uh, I mean, we were blessed to do things on QVC TV, Walmart. Uh, literally, uh, we had music of your life traveling all over the world. We had shows in Branson. So it was quite a big thing for us. And we sold the company in 2008. We got instead involved uh, in 2007 as we kept walking closer and closer with the Lord. The Lord showed us that a lot of the marketing and the things that we were doing in the commercial world, um, really, uh, there was a space for them in, in the, uh, in the uh, uh, kingdom world. Because as you go further into the things of God, you, uh, you start to get a sense that it's not about money. It's not about uh, uh, material success. It becomes about what you're doing that advances the kingdom. And so as we started to follow that call more and more strongly, we thought founded TYG Media, which stands for Thank You God Media. So TYG Media is a Christian multimedia company, and we are involved in everything from Christian movies, Christian radio, Christian television, 
lots and lots and lots of online work. So for example, uh, we've, we've connected with our home churches, uh, Bishop Jakes and, and the Potter's House Ministry. Uh, we were, we've been involved. Is, that, is in, that out of Dallas, Texas? Is that correct? Dallas, Texas. That's correct. And so we, it, our pastor has been involved in Hollywood movies, but trying to do that and presenting a Christian message throughout. We were blessed to work with him on literally the very first movie project uh, that, that launched kind of that whole career called Woman Thou Art Loose. We were uh, instrumental and helpful in some of the uh, early radio promotion and, and marketplace that took a movie that was only supposed to go direct to DVD onto box office success. And it also then uh, has sold, uh, I think, millions of DVDs. And, and, fact, and which movie was that? Which movie? Woman Thou, Woman Thou Art Loose. And in fact, was uh, what created a um, multi-picture movie deal uh, with Sony and got them interested in faith-based films, if you imagine that. So we've nice. also been uh, involved for many years with Christian FM uh, Radio Network. Those are our friends down in Vero Beach. And because of our uh, connections and uh, background in Radio Network, we were able to put together a, a radio network that now uh, feeds a couple hundred radio stations every single day of the week. Uh, it has the, um, the Brant Hansen Morning Show feeding radio stations all over the country. And that's part of the, uh, the work that uh, TYG Media has been involved in. As you know, TYG Media, we work with uh, the, the uh, Chesapeake Bible uh, College and Seminary out of uh, Greensboro, Maryland on the Eastern Shore. Uh, we do a lot, a lot of work, as you know, with uh, a lot of different uh, things. We've worked together uh, on, on Fridays with Alice as that was coming out of the gate with the Bible Club, which is a uh, after-school Bible program that we've worked together with. Uh, uh, helping them continue to expand on public school property and after school Bible program that we're excited about. You mentioned transforming your city is a major initiative because I think it's a great way of spreading the gospel. Uh, we've been connected also uh, with the American Evangelistic Association for many years. That's worldwide ministry around the globe. And then uh, on top of that, uh, we're busy now uh, putting together an event for um, September called Bridge the Gap, which is going to take place in the Quad Cities, Iowa, which brings together a lot of the different things we're doing together with Team Derek Ministries and uh, Dove Bible Club and Transforming Your City. And then I'm really excited, Todd, for where uh, Song and Verse is going, because I really believe it's a way that we're using every tool that the Lord has allowed us to, to, to grab hold of to make a difference and an impact in people's lives. And Jesus didn't stay holed up. He made sure he got out and he went to the, remember he told the disciples, we got to go to Samaria. And they're like, oh, what? that's not right. on our bus route. And Jesus yeah. is like, hey, no, we got, we got to go there. And he had a specific purpose, a specific meeting in mind. And look how the least likely person spread the gospel. The woman at the well went around town going, listen, man, you, you got to, this guy told me everything. And, and that's what it's all about, right? Is reaching people and having them help spread the gospel. Well, and, and I, I think there's two major audiences there too you're talking about. And well, I, and I'm not sure if you brought up the senior aspect, but you guys are very, very uh, active in the, the senior care movement as well. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so, you know, you talk about Dove Bible Club being one end of the spectrum and then the senior side being the other end of the spectrum. And And what's interesting is, in, in society and in the world, sometimes those, those two categories are written off quite a bit. And as, as Christians and as, as people that, you know, are supposed to share the Father's love and take those two commandments to heart, love God and love people, 
that's that that covers all spectrums. That doesn't cover just a, a certain age bracket. And you know, there's no obsolete life uh, no. whatsoever. And um, and so I've really really been impressed with that side of things. And and like you, I'm I'm very involved with the Bible Club. And you know, the the faith of a child has really just you know, as you know, be, being a father, a father of three, father of five here, um, you learn so much from your children and you learn oh, yeah, so much of what um, the father must be going through when he deals with us. <laughs> oh, I, there's, there's no question about it. And what you said is so true is that, is that if God woke you up today, he has a reason for you. He has a plan for your life. And there's, there's a thing that he is just hoping that you will grab a hold of and do. And that is share the good news that there is hope. There is a positive outcome. And that God says in the Bible, he has a plan for your life. It's a good one. It's a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. And sometimes we get confused in, in, in difficult times or, you know, they talked to us about COVID. They talked to us about all kinds of things and all that scary and 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 it seems like we don't know what's around the next corner but i assure you god is not surprised by anything he has seen the end from the beginning and he takes us through a certain way that uh that he has designed for us that is designed for for uh for our good and the bible says all things work together for good for those who love the lord and are called According to this purpose. And I believe that if you're watching this, this podcast right now at this moment, this is a divine assignment. God has put you here for a specific reason, and he is equipping you with what you're going to do because you have meaning for somebody else in your life. It may be a relative. It may be a friend. It may be a coworker. It may be a buddy you hang out with, but God has put you here at this time and this place with an assignment for you to help share the good gospel and the good message that Jesus has for you. Well, and, and to wrap that up completely, uh, the, the only word that I would add to that is persistence. And Amen. just because it doesn't seem like right now it's going the way that you think it should be going, uh, the Lord does have a plan. And, and Mr. Or excuse me, Dr. Fink is very, very right in, in, in speaking that. Uh, that plan will take place, stay the course, uh, stay in the word and stay persistent. And I would like to thank uh, Dr. Carrie Fink for being a part of this podcast today. And uh, that's going to wrap up this episode. And um, I just appreciate you being here, Carrie. Hey, thank you for having me on the show. Look forward to being back soon. All righty. You take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Song of Verse podcast. Hopefully it was an uplifting, honest, and meaningful experience for you. We do accept donations. If you feel led to give to the Song and Verse Ministries, check out songandverseministries.com slash donate for a number of different ways to give back. And also be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We hope you turn into the next episode of the Song and Verse podcast. Until then, keep searching for the DNA of God's Word found flowing through songs.